This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. You're listening to Contending for the Crown with Kristen Rao. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to Contending for the Crown. I hope you are having a wonderful day. I came across this post the other day on Facebook, and I thought it would be a good foundation for our Bible study today. I'll read an excerpt from it now. I would have pulled Joseph out, out of that pit, out of that prison, out of that pain. I would have cheated nations out of the one God would use to deliver them from famine. I would have pulled David out, out of Saul's spear-throwing presence, out of the caves he hid away in, out of the pain of rejection. I would have cheated Israel out of a God-hearted king. I would have pulled Esther out, out of being snatched from her only family, out of being placed in a position she never asked for, out of the path of a vicious power-hungry foe. I would have cheated a people out of the woman God would use to save their very lives. I would have pulled Jesus off, off of the cross, off of the road that led to suffering and pain, off of the path that would mean nakedness and beatings, nails and thorns. I would have cheated the entire world out of a Savior, out of salvation, out of an eternity filled with no more pain and no more suffering. And, O oh friend, I want to pull you out. I want to change your path. I want to stop your pain. But right now I know I would be wrong. I would be out of line. I would be cheating you and cheating the world out of so much good. Because God knows. He knows the good this pain will produce. He knows the beauty this hardship will grow. He's watching over you and keeping you even in the midst of this. He's promising you that you can trust Him, even when it all feels like more than you can bear. This was posted by Kimberly Henderson. We read in the Bible of faithful people suffering. This post gives us great examples, including Jesus, our greatest example. We ourselves go through hard times even though we are faithful to God. God has never promised that we won't suffer in this world. In fact, God has promised that we will endure suffering. Let's read 2 Corinthians 1, 3-5. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. Verse 5 tells us that we must share in Christ's suffering. How do we share in Christ's suffering? Luke 9.23 And he said to all, If any one would come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross daily, and follow me. We must take up our cross daily. This isn't just an every-once-in-a-while type deal. It's a commitment we must make every day. Romans 6, 3-6 Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. 
For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him, in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. When we are baptized into Christ, we are baptized into his death, and raised to walk in newness of life. This is how we get into Christ. We crucify or put to death our old man of sin. When we make the commitment to take up our cross daily, we must continually put to death this old man of sin. When we do this, it is no longer us who live, but Christ who lives in us. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Being crucified with Christ benefits us. We learn obedience through suffering. Hebrews 5.8 Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. We become fellow heirs with Christ. Romans 8.17 And if children, then heirs heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Suffering brings us a great reward in heaven. Matthew five eleven through 12 Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And James 1.12 Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Now let's look back at Second Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1.3-5. Comfort comes with suffering. This may sound like an oxymoron, but we must suffer to find comfort. Let's look at four phrases from this passage. God of all comfort, from verse 3. God knows us best, and he knows how to comfort each individual perfectly. Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. In all our affliction, verse 4. God is always with us, even when we feel he isn't there. Isaiah 41, 10-13 Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all who are incensed against you shall be put to shame and confounded. Those who strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who war against you shall be as nothing at all. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, Fear not, I am the one who helps you. So that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God from verse 4. We can comfort our brothers and sisters because we have been through affliction ourselves. Philippians 2, 1-5. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, 
any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. For as we share abundantly in Christ's suffering, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. From verse 5. Can suffering harden us? Yes. But we can also find comfort and not allow ourselves to be hardened. Hebrews 3.13 But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Suffering isn't fun, but as we have seen, there are benefits, and we have a God who is faithful to comfort us in our affliction. Let's always remember to look to Him for comfort in our time of trouble. Until next week, remember to always and in every way be contending for the crown. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we encourage you to please share this program, to like it on social media. Thank you for being with us today.